Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. It was written and directed by Ryan Johnson and stars Daniel Craig, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Dave Bautista, Kate Hudson, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Henwick, and Madeline Klein. World-famous detective Benoit Blanc heads to Greece to peel back the layers of a mystery surrounding a tech billionaire and his eclectic crew of friends. Hey everyone, well the day is finally here. The sequel to one of my favorite movies of the past couple of years, Knives Out, with, with the new film officially being titled Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, has finally released, but obviously this time on Netflix instead of in theaters. Now, I was really look, I've always been looking forward to a sequel of Knives Out, and I think there's a lot they could do with this kind of, kind of being an anthology with a very clear through line and always having Daniel Craig's Benoit Blanc in here teaming up with Ryan Johnson, once again coming back to write and direct. He really is in his element in this genre. I love the first movie, and I love quite a few of Johnson's other movies. And even though a lot of people remember him as the guy who, as some people say, ruined their childhood with The Last Jedi, which is absurd. But anyways, we, let's definitely not get into that here. Well, he's, he's a great director, and I really do hope that movies like Glass Onion Knives Out, and particularly, I think, his best movie, Looper, now that it's on Netflix, a lot of his movies are there now if you want to go see them. I really hope more people catch on to what a brilliant director this guy is. And, man, I can't wait to... I was so excited to see this movie. This was one of the most anticipated movies of the year. And it was, I believe, my second most anticipated movie of the second half of this year. Higher than movies like Black Adam. Because I have that much faith in Ryan Johnson. So does Glass Onion live up to the original... Or is it a massive disappointment? We'll find out in this spoiler-free review. And when it comes to these Knives Out movies, I think the first thing you're always going to hear about is the cast because it is stacked and it might be the most stacked cast of the whole year. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery has an insane cast. And I think the standout for me, though, is still Daniel Craig, even though he's been, we've, met, we've met him before as Benoit Blanc. And he's back again. He is going to be the constant in these Knives Out movies that are apparently going to be on Netflix now. But I still think he's the best part in terms of the cast. The thing that is shining the most because he is just so entertaining. He's so funny and his accent is just so memorable. And I think you grow to love the character even more here. He's shown with different layers and he really for a lot of the movie, is kind of putting on a bit of an act. I don't want to spoil exactly where the movie goes. But at first, I was kind of wondering why he was acting the way he was and just acting so very naive. And it kind of came off a bit out of character at first. But once you see where the movie's going and what it's actually been building towards and what, what, what's actually been happening behind the scenes, it, everything really does come together. And I love the character even more in this movie. And he has some very funny moments. Not as... not. Not anything that really beats a lot of what he says in the third act of the last movie, but I can't wait to see more of him. And when it comes to the other cast members, there's tons of great actors in here, like Kate Hudson, Catherine Hahn, who's awesome. But I think the two standouts for me were definitely Edward Norton, who plays the tech billionaire, who is an actor who, I'm going to be honest, I'm usually not actually the biggest fan of and find that he's a bit too flat with his line delivery and he's just never that memorable. I thought he was great in this movie. And Janelle Monet, who's definitely the breakout star here. I don't think I've ever really seen her in any other movie, at least not one that I know of. 
but she's fantastic in this movie. I don't know if I'd go as far as to say she's awards worthy as a lot of people are saying, but I think she is very good in the movie and she kind of takes up the role takes up a role similar to one of the main prominent characters in the first Knives Out, who I don't want to specifically point to to kind of give you a hint as to what this movie is going to feel like. But she, I thought she was great, and I think that she was, again, a very likable character to be one of the ones that's definitely more in the forefront. And now getting into this movie as a sequel, I really liked the stylistic differences between the first film and this movie it definitely looks very different it feels very different and i think the overall the atmosphere and the aesthetics is completely different we're on this billionaire island nothing like that really contained and sometimes claustrophobic house in the first and just how the glass onion looks like which which have been shown in the trailers i think the production design of this movie was excellent i really hope it does get some love at the Oscars and other awards, but so far it hasn't. But I thought the production design here was pretty great. The costume design was excellent. And then I really liked the score by Nathan Johnson, who's I'm guessing is related to Ryan Johnson. And when it comes to the writing of these movies, it is just pretty, pretty brilliant for the most part. It's such a great job of creating a complete picture in terms of the mystery with the story. And by the time the movie ends, there's so much that the movie has put in a different perspective for you. And by the time you're thinking about this movie afterwards and all the pieces are now there for you and you're putting them together even though you know where it eventually ends up it is very fun to do and the writing and how much Ryan Johnson went through the story probably multiple times thinking about how everything fits together making sure there aren't any plot holes which I was definitely not able to discover although I'm sure there may be one that I'm sure just one person on earth could discover there wasn't anything noticeable that didn't make any sense everything that happens in a certain order means something and I also really really liked for the most part the structure of the movie and how that was used to at times throw the mood throw the audience for a loop and I think that was great and bouncing off the writing as a comedy I thought this was pretty consistently entertaining as well the dialogue was very very solid and it never got annoying for me which is very rare for comedy if you know if you've listened to a lot of my other reviews and when it comes to the screenplays, these movies still have the best exposition dumps in the history of film. Because whenever we get into the exposition dumps in this movie, they're just so utterly fascinating. And even though they go on for so long and they're revealing what's been going on about the tech billionaire and why Benoit Blanc has become, let's say, entangled with this kind of getaway that's happening, even though he clearly knows nothing about, well, he does not have any personal connection with anyone in the group. All of that, why that's getting revealed, it's so interesting and has been set up in the most subtle but in such creative ways that you want to know and are never complaining about how much the movie's telling you. And as a murder mystery, it does have a lot of surprises, just as things I've already mentioned, but as well as also that some of the motivations some of these characters have and just the amount of backstory that Ryan Johnson's able to cram in this movie and never really make it feel overstuffed I think is very impressive and give each character reason for why they're here and why really they have a long history with Miles Braun who's the tech billionaire and I think that's what really worked about this particular movie and I will also say when it comes to the comedy it's more prominent than the first, but there's also more social commentary than the first, which I didn't really expect, particularly in the third act of this movie, which I thought for me actually really worked. And I think 
a lot of the social commentary in here, particularly pertaining to the kind of very rich, lavish lifestyle that a lot of people live right now and the very, very rich tech owners, which is obviously Miles Braun, I'm not gonna get into it too much, but is very clearly meant to be a riff on a lot of real life, very famous people, and we'll leave it at that. And the way that's played into the story and how Ryan Johnson weaves it in, weaves it into the plot and, and leads to satisfying moment, I thought was pretty brilliant. And honestly, this was the thing that I think makes it stand out the most from the first, which is that it has a lot more social commentary and it has a lot more to say. And I think I really appreciated that it was able to do that. And for a movie that's two hours and 20 minutes, I thought this was a supremely well-paced movie and one that flew by and I never got bored watching. Now, I will say when it comes to the flaws, I think there are just as many flaws in this movie as the first. And that total accumulation of flaws is quite small in terms of the individual number of them. But I think the issue here is that the flaws are a bit more important considering the type of story they're telling. And because of that, I do think Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery is, I would say, one notch below the first movie for these couple of reasons. Firstly, I think that too much of the movie is just the movie repeating moments it's already gone through and just revealing new things and going backwards and just doing all that to the point where I feel like, well, first it has a very different structure than the first movie, which I think is the positive that does come out of this. And that might be, I would rather have an issue like this than to have this be a complete carbon copy of the first movie. So that's definitely a fair thing to also think, and maybe those are the only two options, but I personally don't think they are. But if that were the case, I would prefer to have this issue. But I don't think that's the case. And in this case, because there are so many reveals in the movie that are happening almost all at the same time, but also across a long period of time and a lot of backpedaling because there's such a complex and layered mystery, it means that the reveals themselves, because there's so many of them, and they take place over an hour it felt like for me i think half the movie might just be a bunch of reveals and kind of explaining everything that's going on and when they do start getting into the explanation i think some of the other mysteries and some of the most prominent ones particularly when it comes to who the main antagonist which is all i'll say ends up being revealed to be that mystery right there, I think, was the most obvious mystery to solve in the movie. But also more than that, I thought it became too explicitly obvious by the time the second act hit, which I was a bit disappointed by. And the other thing I will say is that the mystery sometimes may be a bit overly complex. And I do think that a little less explaining would have made for a, in future, maybe more rewatchable movie. But I think my main other issue here, along with the too much of the movie just being a bunch of reveals. It's all entertaining, which is why this film, I think, is still a great watch. I just think on rewatches, I won't enjoy this movie as much as the first. And I rewatched the first Knives Out last week, and I loved it just as much this time, but I don't know if I can quite go as far to say I love this movie as much as that, and I don't think I will ever get to that level. And I will say that this, quest, this movie does have a bit of an odd beginning, because for any of the, for like the main core mystery you're expecting to be at play, it takes nearly an hour into the movie to get to the point that I think a lot of people might be expecting a whodunit like this to get to. But it does have other things going on that are definitely really interesting. 
but I think it threw me for a loop. And I will also say that the first 15, 20 minutes of this movie are maybe... There was some of the writing I thought was a bit cheesier than it needed to be. And it was the one point in the movie where I felt like... I felt like there was a few things being forced in that I didn't feel with the rest of the movie. Overall, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery is another very fun and another great whodunit from Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig playing Benoit Blanc. This is another a very entertaining watch. Daniel Craig is as good in this movie as he was in the first. Benoit Blanc is easily going to become, at minimum, the second most iconic character Craig has ever played. And if he gets enough of these movies, I'm not going to be surprised if more people remember him as Benoit Blanc than James Bond, as brilliant as he is in that role. And I do even think he's the best Bond. The writing is great in that it manages to have such a layered story and not really miss anything out and not really have anything that could ruin it in there. And I really like that it's a different movie than the first, structurally and stylistically. The comedy is, for the most part, quite on point, a lot of very funny moments. And I think the biggest rise for me was that there was actually a lot of really great social commentary and a lot of incorporating elements into the real world to only add to the characters and make the tension between them more interesting. But I do think a little too much of this movie just relies on you maybe being a bit wowed by some of the reveals when they might not be on that level. And the reveals to me were never as satisfying to me as they were in the first. And I do think that it does take a bit too long to get to the mystery that you kind of want to see. I'm going to give Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery an A-. And when it comes to a recommendation for this movie, I would definitely recommend you check this out on Netflix over the coming weeks. And I would say check it out soon before you get spoilers. Because again, even though some of the reveals might be predictable, there are other ones which are impossible and big surprises. And I think if you enjoyed the first Knives Out, definitely check this out as soon as you're done listening to this review, really. Get straight into it. When it comes to this movie, I had a blast with it. Now, it's wildly entertaining. It definitely has issues. And I hope I didn't sound more negative than I planned to because I did have to spend a couple minutes on my issues just because... They kind of take a lot of explaining, like a lot of this movie. But I really enjoyed this movie. I had a complete blast. I'm definitely going to watch it again, but I don't see myself rushing to watch again, even though I have it on Netflix anytime soon. I will absolutely watch again. I love Ryan Johnson. I love these kind of mo- kinds of movies. Did I hope for something? Maybe on the level of the first? Maybe. Did I quite get that? I don't think so, but it's a very solid sequel that is worthy of the Knives Out name. And that's really all it needed. And even though I didn't fully love this movie, Knives Out 3 will still be in my top five most anticipated movies. The year it comes out, two to three years from now, I can promise you that because I'm really loving what they're doing and I love Daniel Craig's character in this franchise so much. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.